This evening's Dharma talk is kind of a fancy, fancy title. See the Tathagata. See the Tathagata. See the Tathagata. What's the Tathagata? Tathagata comes from a Sanskrit word. And uh, I, I believe I may be wrong. If I am Chisho, that's right. Chisho, correct me. Tatata. Tatata is a difficult word to define, but it is just this. Thus. Substance or nothing else. No past, no future. You couldn't even say it's actually present because that opposes what is not present. So the Tathagata means one who comes thusly. That being who just is just without any past, any future, without any presentation particularly is one who comes thusly. The Tathagata. And there are probably other descriptions that maybe are more elaborate and maybe, maybe more helpful. But my understanding of that is is uh, that teaching is meant to help you see just what is in front of you without anything added on to it. There isn't any, anything else, but it isn't uh, necessarily a, some kind of a relative uh, opposition to something. Right? Just this, uh, everything else is excluded, or it's just this and nothing else. It isn't, doesn't quite go that far. It is justice. One who comes thusly. One who, one who just appears. And as I said before, without particular past or future. It doesn't mean that one wasn't there. It just means that the, the presentation of it is just simply this. And if you, as a practitioner of the Buddha's Dharma, begin to see what this is, you won't know that. You won't know it as someone who, oh, I think I'm pretty much uh, coming thusly. It won't be that kind of a, a simple kind of commentary on it. There won't be any commentary, particularly. It's like something that doesn't actually occur in the conventional sense of opposing other things that are perhaps not occurring or or expected to occur, but are not occurring. So what about that? Or what about this? Or shouldn't I? Should I? Is this? Isn't it? Is, 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 is it this or isn't, isn't that? Is there any proof? Is there any evidence? Is there any, is it thus? So what is being pointed at there is it doesn't have a, an objective uh, connotation to it so that we can actually go there. So that it, even that it could, such a thing as that kind of a word, or that kind of a meaning could even arise in consciousness so that one could even discuss it or point at it or talk about it. Unlikely.
And I would even go so far, get myself in trouble here, right? I would even go so far as to say that it doesn't occur at all. Thus, if you were to go on and use relative terms about it, you would say is actually beyond, outside of time and space, the relative context of anything that comes into existence, passes out of existence, comes into existence, passes out of existence. Ta-ta-ta, ta-tagata, ta-tagata, ta-tagata. The extension on that is, as you may have heard, if you've studied this a little bit, is ta-tagata garba. Garba meaning source or womb or You could say, I could say, we could say, you could conclude that this doesn't even have a relative manifestation or existence because it has not actually left the source. It has not left the womb. It is unborn. It is unborn. It is unmanifested. Therefore, it is tatata, tatagata, one who comes thusly. So at some point, someone understood something deeply about the nature of being a living being, understood something about it that it both occurs and does not occur at the same time. And they wish to, you could say, express that, teach that, talk about that, because most of the world is missing that very, very simple understanding that is, I like to say it this way, it's, it's nothing else. It's not exactly this, but it's also nothing else. In a sense, you can't even discover it because if you discover it, then it's something else. It's something that has occurred. I used to, but now, I, I used to, but now, do you say that occasionally? I do. There's a hole in my coat suit. Not sure what they call that little, there's a little string they hang from those. Why didn't you get one of those? Mistaken? So just like the hole in this kotsu, uh, what looks like something is actually lacking something and it is uh, lacking your 
awareness being coming to a point, coming to a dot, coming to a whole, coming to something, a conclusion. The awareness is no longer doing that as it was doing when it was tied to a self who was trying to get this and avoid that and become this and walk away from that and grow into this or understand that. It doesn't seem to be any movement there, if any. As uh, His Holiness the 16th Karmapa said, um, just before he passed away in 1981, nothing happens. How is that helpful? When you're flooded with happenings, 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 this happened and then happened and this happened and then that happened. So what, what is being pointed out? Tatagata. What is being pointed out to say nothing happens? If we say that, if I say that, if anyone says that, we immediately see this incredible contrast of everything that's happened to us in the last three days, three weeks, three years. We see this amazing uh, plethora of ideas and conclusions and Memories of things occurring, showing up and going away. Excuse me. We're continually flooded with experience. I'm here. I'm, I was there, but uh, now I did. Now this happened. This was just any old, any old monastery, and now it's the order of immediate light. Tatagata. One who comes thusly, whatever comes thusly, doesn't actually appear. But we need to talk about it. We need to say something about it. Otherwise, there's there's no teaching. There's no teacher. There's no dharma. Kind of a dry talk. Yes. There are um, scriptures and sutras that are called part of the Tathagata Garbo literature. Yes. And... What is the distinction or is there a differentiation between something that would be a Tathagata Garbha teaching or a Tathagata teaching when we contrast it to emptiness or Shunyata? You've studied that some. How does it look to you? I think I get a little confused that both of them seem to talk about non-duality and how the non-duality is different, if at all, between the two. I don't know. You don't have any ideas? We could team up and figure this out. Shadow bowing. I think it's talked about how when the Buddha awoke, he wandered around or was walking by the river and then some of his old companions started to ask him questions. Yeah. What would they have seen in the Buddha that would have prompted their questions? Uh, probably some kind of a contrast that was more about what was happening with them than what was happening with the Buddha. The Buddha was, as we understand it, was just present. He was just there. And there was no particular propaganda happening. There wasn't anything happening. The Buddha didn't even know he was the Buddha. Uh, the positionality was uh, gone. 
and then he he knew he knew what he how he should function with whatever is showing up in front of him and that's what he began to do he began to teach as i understand it i don't know this from studying history so when this when someone when there's a student then then there's a teaching person if that person is functioning in the same way that we're endeavoring to talk about here or Tagata, one who is just there, just present, without any particular past or future, no agenda, nothing to do. Shiro Bowing. How did the Buddha have the confidence to stand up to the daughters of Mara if he didn't know he was the Buddha? They helped him with that. They functioned as a, as the, uh, the, you could say, the last polarity that he had to deal with is, is that, that which uh, is challenging his situation. And of course, that's where he, the Sparsha Mudra, when he touches the earth, he's being challenged. He said, this earth is my witness. That's how I know that I'm the Tathagata. But when the daughters of Mara vanished, then was there a Tathagata? It's like the just slightest differentiation happening there brings about the Tathagata. It's barely enough to grow a stem of grass, but it's enough. Shokabowing. Hakaran has a question and she says, Hakaran Bowing, what is Tathagata relationship to time and space? not separate from time and space and not the same as time and space. It's completely ordinary. Suzanne. Is seeing the Tathagata different from seeing Tathata? So Tathata is justice or suchness or thusness or a very simple perception without any ideation that abandons that for something else. So it can be just anything, it can, any, can be any simple thing. And if one is manifesting uh, in that way as, as, a, as a consciousness or awareness that is coming and uh, showing up in that way, then the differentiation there would have to be something a relative situation, someone else, you could come and say, well, I thought there wasn't anything else. But there needs to be some kind of tension between this and that. There needs to be to be some aspect of consciousness that is away looking back at itself and doesn't realize it's looking in a mirror. And difficult to go into some kind of conceptual mode and describe something that doesn't have any any fundamental proof. It doesn't have any any backup. It only has the backup of uh, that which is not separate from, which is thusness. This is why you could say that there's no experience to that. There's no experience of awakening. There's no experiencer. 
because there is no longer any separate being being uh, grasped at or triggered or pushed on or pulled or shut down on. I think you said there needs to be something looking. You said there isn't anything separate. I'm wondering what what does the one that comes thusly point to? What is the one in that? Without going too far, making any claims, it's not separate. It's magnetized in that because there's this and this and this, there's the 10,000 things, but it doesn't go towards that. It doesn't abandon that and it doesn't shut down on that. Earlier, you were talking about um, movement and uh, permanence. Someone had asked a question on the Open Heart Project. And I was wondering if um, the one who comes thusly if nothing happens, is is that movement or not? That's a really hard question. <laughs> How's it look to you? You've read read a lot of typical books. <laughs> well, is it two different things that that, that, about that's it? the illusion part, that it's two different things, two different things or two different parts. And then the reality is not, they're not separate. So it's, a, it's necessary to point that out, but not argue with the appearance of relative truth or relative situation or this and that up and down, back and forth, as it says in the Zen, Zen tradition before awakening, chop wood, carry water. After awakening, chop wood, carry water. Well, the relativity hasn't vanished for something else. So one hasn't become some kind of special person who understands everything. Shoto Bowing, does the teaching of non-duality um, negate two things? I think that it, it, it can show up as a negation which of course creates its own kind of dualistic uh, positioning. So it could show up that way, but it would take the energy of someone looking for something else, looking for a conclusion, looking for well, how do we know it's not to, how can we be sure? So take some kind of a, a movement there to grasp or reject or, or join or claim so this is why it's basically described it. Don't grasp, don't reject, don't shut down. And that's, uh, um, that's not something you can just up and do, but it's something you can observe and watch the movement of grasping, rejecting and shutting down. And through your understanding, through your awareness, Stop fueling that. Stop fueling that separation. Stop feeding into that, buying into the, into that, 
out of what hope and fear of wanting things to be hoping things would be different or better of fearing they won't be and if you're having difficulty with your mind stream of believing uh, your thoughts and ideas or being threatened by anything that's arising in the mind stream that creates some kind of a tension it'll be difficult to do this so rather than it's something you do uh, you could say it's something you stop doing. You stop separating yourself from everything into someone who's getting worse, getting better, or staying the same. Um, in consciousness, finds its own form one of the, the first tenets yes. of the order, the new order, is uh, does the Tathagata have form? Is that the, a form of consciousness? Yes, it is. Whew. Something's happening. Yes, it is. It finds its own form in that it's whatever is showing up, it's finding that. It's, it's a green leaf. It's a uh, a gopher, it's a herd of cattle, it's a, a group of human beings moving this way, moving that way. And it is uh, dependently arisen. As long as there's a, as long as there's some kind of appearance of, of uh, manifestation or form showing up as a separation or a selectivity, then that, that's consciousness finding its own form. So it's a way of talking about and addressing uh, the, you could say, the illusion of, of otherness, the illusion of, of a living being, the illusion of, of uh, aging, the illusion of sickness, the illusion. It's uh, in, incredibly real from the point of view of, of the sense fields. All the six sense fields, including the mind, is incredibly uh, apparent. And so the idea of Tathagata is a way of acknowledging the, 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 that uh, kind of apparitional quality of consciousness. This, this, uh, acknowledging that in such a way that one is, is just with the space in which the thing occurs or the consciousness that is finding its own form. And that form, from the point of view, if you want to call it a point of view, because we have to say something, uh, of uh, Tathata or Tathagata. There's no particular content there. There's no particular content there. <clears throat> There's just, uh, as Trungpa Rinpoche would say, authentic presence. There's just a presence that is authentic because it doesn't, has no backup, has no proof. This is happening because of that. This is real because you can trust this because of that. Toto Bang. Toto. I believe the second tenant in it has um, something like the form is empty as it appear, but full as it is. Yes. Um, is that fullness consciousness? 
Howing? Yes. Carol Bowing. So is there an appearance of consciousness? Howing? Appears that way. Bill's laughing. Why is Bill the only one laughing? That's good. Keep coming, Shoto. Shoto Bowing. Is all form the appearance of consciousness? Bowing? Yes. Consciousness only. It's a way of talking about something that is very difficult to, to point to without without uh, concluding or or assuming or buying into the relative structure of, of, uh, of uh, relative truth without fueling that kind of separation. So it's uh, the illusion of otherness is very, very magnetic and very, very, very seductive in terms of uh, passion, aggression, and ignorance in terms of buying into some some elseness or something else that we need. We need that. And it's, of course, echoed by everything in all the sense fields. We see something beautiful, we want that. We see something not so not so beautiful, we don't want that. So the, it's, it shows up in all the sense fields. Sense of taste, sense of touch, sense of smell, sense of hearing, sense of seeing, sense of thinking. That polarity is everywhere. And it's very, very seductive. So the idea isn't to, as is sometimes thought in the tradition, to wean yourself away from wanting anything and uh, separate yourself into a, a mountaintop. Not that you couldn't do that, perhaps, but as some kind of a, a way of overcoming one's attachment rather than seeing the true nature of attachment. In other words, wishing to be someone who is unattached, someone who no longer has negativity, negative feelings. This is what uh, the, uh, the Vajrayana or Tantric Buddhism is addressing, is to see that the, the duality, the non-duality, goes further than just simple idea. Actually, the, the negativity is not separate from that which is commonly thought of as positive. Life and death, up and down, back and forth, success and failure, get their meanings, their, their apparent singularity and, and quality from the opposite. Buddhism is sometimes called the middle way. Sometimes uh, uh, the simple way of saying it is freedom from extremes. Freedom from the extreme of any any extreme. Death is an extreme. Life is an extreme. Polarized. The Tathagata is often a name for the Buddha. Mm -hmm. So is that um, a personification of what appears? Yeah, if you were to, if you were to speak about it in 
in a way that included that particular manifestation. Just, just uh, a, a kind of a radical, just that situation. This is happening with everyone. Everyone wakes up and looks across the room as the Tathagata. But then, then they back up or buy into some kind of personification. I am the person in the room with pink walls that need to be painted blue. I am the person who, uh, who had a headache a while ago but doesn't have one now. We, we use all of those use all of those to buy into or, or, or assume or collect or conclude that I'm here, this is here, that's happening. Now this that was happening, but now it's not. So we have this uh, story about ourselves that continually shields us from that ultimate understanding. More. So is anything that appears one who comes thusly? Yes, but it may have uh, lots of baggage. This is why this is available. Anyone can anyone can awaken, and why I also say this isn't necessarily an experience. If it shows up an experience, then it can go away. It's not that it might not have experiential aspects to it or qualities, but they but they don't have much. Uh, they just happen to show up. Uh, in that way, and they don't have any particular credentials. I can't read any. any. Jessica Bowing, I can read it. Thank you. Jessica Bowing, I've heard you talk about phenomena being self-existing. Is there a relationship between that teaching and Tathagata? Are they pointing to different things? So self-existing is just that it, uh, at, at the same time, it has its own uh, dependent origination. Uh, it's also because of the, the, the nature of everything being not two. Uh, it's also has its own independence as just that. And that's at the same time, which to the thinking mind, so-called rational mind, kind of creates a difficulty because you can't actually do that with the thinking process. You can't actually make a transition there. It has to be seen or understood with that which it already is, finding its own form, find its own form, not separate. And that may show up as a form, it may show up as formless, which is another understanding that is difficult to take the logic or the, the structural mind, the conceptual mind, the analytical mind, the logical mind into that area. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, I didn't get that for a while, but now I get it. Very difficult to self-existing is a, is a, is a uh, as uh, Jessica said, is something that I mentioned now and then because it, the combination of those words self, something is there, and existing, something is manifesting. But the self-existing part, it's like, it's like, and I say it's like, it's not, it's not that, but it is to use, a, use it somewhat metaphorically. It's like seeing something or understanding or perceiving something and there isn't anything else attached to it. It's like it's without, again, 
ta ta ta. It's like without a past and a future. The past and a future, the whole idea of time is something that we we bring together as because we use the movement of the clock hands to to show that something is something is happening. There was a time when there were no clock hands. There was just the, the sun and the moon in movement. And then we found that we could imitate that by making a mechanism that would go around a circle. And then, of course, everything started to come apart when they invented the smartphone. It's just a strange name for something that's so ignorant. Further questions? Silker and Valley. Yes, Silker. There are states of in which one sees through the illusion of the dream, how is that similar to the to, to Tata? Going. I think it's a it is a, a, a it is a stage, seeing that everything is illusory. It is a stage, but then the uh, tatagata or the tatata is it's neither a dream uh, nor is it real it has no no longer has any uh, no longer anything it can be called real or unreal the polarity is gone to continue to use those kind of terms you would say it's not two then where did you get that idea from? You know, there must have been some kind of tuness going on for you to say not to. And this is a, the way we're talking here, the way I'm talking, probably not, not maybe not being too helpful. But where this is coming from is you have to see this. very difficult to bring what if one sees what this is into into words that communicate and support someone's awareness practice without kind of doing it for for a person so that they can just believe what's been said subscribe to what has been said or repeat what has been said rather than actually see this yourself as i have said several times. If you see what this is, you'll be speechless. If you see what this is and you start teaching out of what you see in terms of this and rather than that, or it must be this, it looks more like this and that, I'm going to go with this part of it. If you do it in a structural kind of way like that, um, I'm not saying you won't have students. You might. I'm kind of surprised I have students. Are you guys students? Hello, Bowing. Not in a room full of strangers. Go ahead, please. Um, I think you said that we wake up as the Tathagata and then we cover that up or back away from it. And in my own experience, when I first wake up, I can't find anything. I run into the walls. I'm really disoriented. So I'm wondering if you're speaking of something else there when you say we wake up as the Tathagata. Bowing. 
That's probably just because you're not very smart. I follow the images you're using, and I would say uh, just keep practicing. I'm not going to say that's the progress. I'm not going to say that that's going backwards or forwards or anything. I would just say just continue to practice. And they're common. This has been said before. Don't particularly look for results. Don't look for applause, as it says in Atisha's Seven Points of Mind Training. Don't look for applause, not only out there. Don't look for some kind of a success story here. It's a, the, the mundane path is full of pluses and minuses and successes and failures. And it's just, as you know, it's rampant everywhere. But the true spiritual path is without credentials and it's without progress. Fundamentally. Junchu bowing. Go ahead, please. So we are the order of immediate light. And I'm wondering how that phrase, immediate light, um, captures or points to what we are taught here and what, how we practice here. So there's... Two, two things, maybe more than that, but the way I see it is the order of immediate life is to establish a, a structure in our society, in our world as it's showing up, which is pretty confusing. And uh, a lot of uh, hope and fear and a lot of polarity is going on. And that doesn't only, that's not only happening in our society, in our political system, which is obvious, but also the, the a spiritual path, the path of meditation, the path of the Buddha's Dharma, excuse me, shows up in different ways. And the idea here is to help protect these forms because the way they're being presented here is a, a, a little bit different, uh, maybe quite a bit different than the, the lineages uh, are doing on their own. It's not that those aren't very valuable. Of course they are. But not everyone is get, is ready to do hundreds of hundreds of thousands of prostrations and millions of millions of mantras, and not everyone is ready to um, particularly use the, the uh, forms of Soto Zen. Though those are valuable, they're all and they're traditional. They go back to, to Dogen Zenji. If you went to Japan, if you went to into a monastery in Japan or some monasteries in the United States, there's a strong attachment to forms. This is true when it's true with teachers, it's true with schools, and there's there's some kind of wanting to protect things. We're no different here. We have, we're, there's a particular particular way in which this is being set up, and I have an interest since I. Uh, don't know how long I'll be here. Uh, as I've said before, if I thought I was going to live for another 20, 30, 40 years, I probably wouldn't bother so much. But I don't know that. And I would like to, since there's a few people, a few dozen people that want this particular way of practicing or have a connection with this person who wants to understand in this way, then I would like to, the idea with the Order of Immediate Lights is to establish a structure within the structure of Buddhism within the 2,500 year old tradition, within the 
uh, what 800 year old tradition of uh, 900,000 year tradition of not only Soto Zen, but also uh, Tibetan Buddhism, in particular the Kagyu order. And it's not that we're going to try to smush those together or blend them or. <clears throat> Consciousness always finds its own form. And when it's doing that, it may not have an obvious kind of quality to it, especially when it's going through some kind of transitions. Kind of a, a, the word I've used lately is a kind of a hybrid that is beginning to form. So when I say order of immediate light, it's like it's just my way of saying not only the name I was given, uh, Soku which means immediate, Soku, Zang, immediate mountain. I don't know why I was given that name, but so it shows up as a protecting the form. In other words, you have a, a building you call a monastery, which protects the form so that people can come in and practice training their minds. But when they come into this particular monastery, they don't necessarily find a lot of rules and things to abide by or believe in or uh, things that are kind of right and wrong. It's, it's a strong form, but it also has a lot of light in it. And those light, the, the light that's in it doesn't necessarily come from a source. Shoto Bowing. Go ahead, please. Um, you said that some people aren't ready to do millions of mantras and I've, I've heard you say that before people aren't ready for this in different occasions when you say that we're not someone might not be ready does that mean that they'll eventually have to do that bowing I, I think it would be situational but that's a good point if that's what you're making is the point it's situational some people have done a little bit of that so I understand it but I'm saying a lot of people just need to see this directly and are ready to see it directly. At least a few dozen are ready to see this directly. So if you have a connection with this person, that's what that's the way in which I'm teaching it. But if you show up in this direct in this uh, situation where as a student of mine, then there's a very good possibility that you will be uh, doing some kind some form of practice uh, or some kind of form that may come out of the ancient traditions uh, or maybe just um, shikantaza and studying the sutras studying the the various structures that we study in terms of traditional buddhist uh, dharma teachings whether it's the the uh, the nikayas the majima nikaya samyutta nikaya and so on so-called words of the buddha or whether it's something that uh, Kobanchina Roshi said uh, 20 years ago, it's in a book. So lots of different ways of looking at it or something that I said. But yes, you're, you're, you probably will be doing millions of something. Oh, you're already doing millions of something. Thoughts, millions. So it's just a matter of rearranging the mandala so that 
what you're doing, millions of, is so very, very repetitive that you begin to see the space in which it occurs and see that that which arises in the space is not separate from the space um, fundamentally. Tatata, tatagata, one who comes thusly is appearing and is also isn't any has no location. This doesn't mean that Tathagata wouldn't have a stomachache. The stomachache that Tathagata have has might be more intense than anyone's after he's eaten poisoned pork. Certainly. You said light with no source. But the Tathagata Garba, you said Garba means source. Mm -hmm. So what's the is there a difference between Tathagata Garba and light with no source? Yes. The Tathagata doesn't have a source. The Tathagata Garba is the source of that which doesn't have a source. We have to have a way of talking about it. We, we can't we can't point to any kind of ultimacy unless we use uh, the understanding of the source that is not a source. So we have to talk about relative truth in such a way that we don't uh, deny the polarity. It's easy to say um, night and day. Everybody knows about that. It's day. It's certainly not night. And if it's night, it's certainly not day. There's an intense polarity that everybody just completely socially we agree on. We don't have people in in, uh, in Sumatra or Borneo disagreeing on that, or like a political thing. Although some of the polarities get so intense, as we see in our society, they're so intense. People are willing to kill other people. They're so sold on something that is completely opposite of others. Sometimes shows up as clannishness or just belief in some kind of a thing that opposes everyone else and ignores the suffering. So we, we need something like that to be able to even address it. So we, we, we go into that and, and use those polarities to, to, so that we can talk about it, so that we can what <clears throat> transcend, which just sounds like something is happening, but it's just, you don't have to transcend anything if you see it clearly. Not to, it's not two things. It certainly looks like it. It's called delusion. And this is what the Buddha saw. This is when he touched the earth, Sparsha Mudra, and the daughters of Mara vanished because he, he had no, there was no polarity left. Even his touching the earth was no polarity. He was using the polarity that was implied by the accusation of, what do you think you are? What makes you think you're enlightened? <clears throat> Some light with no source might be Shunita, Tataka the Garba, the other side, they're both ways of talking about it. Ways of talking, just like emptiness. Uh, the emptiness is not a, it may look like uh, some kind of a goal or some kind of a solution, but it's uh, it's just part of the path. We see that things are empty of what they thought we thought they were, which is not particularly a, a conclusion. Take one more question, then we should all 
get some rest. Everyone here has worked really hard today, including this old man. Chogobang. Maria has a question. Go ahead, Maria. Is self-existing only possible through consciousness? Yes. It is. Thank you. Bang. So we can close. You are very welcome. May the merit of this penetrate into all places so that we and every sentient being together can realize the Buddha's way. Sattvas, Mahasattvas, the great Prajna, Paramita. O Buddhas and Bodhisattvas of the Ten Directions and the Three Times, please hear us. Please come down out of the light and protect Sokokoji Buddhist Temple Monastery, our Sangha, families, friends, and visitors. Heal everyone who is unhappy, sick, or suffering and fill them with light. 